Brace yourself and buckle up. You are about to hear a life-changing, history-making, world-defining message from the New Birth Podcast. Tell everybody you know, things will never be the same. We're going to read 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 through 18. We're going to read it together. You move it now. Thank you. Come on, let's go to the word. Thank you. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16, 17, 18. Let's read it together with uplifted voices. Rejoice always. Amen. We're going to read it again, but I need a little bit more enthusiasm out of you. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 through 18. Everybody, come on. Rejoice always. Amen. Those of us who were raised old school, King James Version uh, says, pray without ceasing. Amen. That, I can tell y'all was a little thrown off. Amen. All right, let, let, let's go back. We in the NIV, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 through 18. Let's read it together. Rejoice always. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will. You may be seated. Here's what Paul said to the church at Thessalonica that I repeat to the church at New Birth. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. Rejoice always. Pray all the time. Give thanks no matter what. I want to preach using as a subject, I don't think I can do it. Yeah, I don't think I can do it. Look at the person beside you and say to him, pray for me, pray for me. Come on, look him in the eye, tell him, I don't think I can rejoice always. Amen. Look back at him, tell him, I don't think I can pray all the time. Look at somebody and say, say give thanks no matter what. Yeah, I don't think I can do it. One of the greatest innovators of this era who single-handedly changed the automotive industry, Henry Ford, perched from his plant in Detroit, Michigan, allured the most amount of blacks out of the South than any other person in history. Henry Ford is accredited for saying this, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you are right. Whether you think you can or think you can't, you are right. In other words, your thoughts are the determining factor for your accomplishments. Your thoughts are also the determining factor for your disappointments. Ultimately, you have to decide what is doable and what is achievable. Franklin Roosevelt in his inaugural address back in 1938 said there's nothing to fear but fear itself. What are you afraid of? 
since God hasn't given you the spirit of fear. You keep entertaining all the things you think that may go wrong, but you have never considered that all things work together for good to those that love him. The enemy, I need you to hear this, the enemy will always amplify your inadequacies, ruling out the fact that you serve a God that can turn a stutterer into a spokesperson. You keep looking for an example because you don't realize you are the test model. There's nobody in the earth like you. It's never been done in your bloodline, which is why you have been set up to be the curse breaker. Today, you have to silence the whispers of Satan in your eardrums because, in fact, you are going to get it done. You can finish it. You can complete the mission. You can reach the goal. You can make the money. You can accomplish the assignment. You can do all things through Christ which strengthens you. Whatever it is that has been equipping the spirit of self-sabotage, I strip you of it today. Whatever it is that God has called you to do, I declare over your life, this is the year it is going to get done. Notice I'm not talking about what is going to come to you. I am talking about what is coming out of you. And if you believe that you were born to do something significant, would you give God an arousing applause that you give him all of the glory? And God's going to help you to get it done. I don't know what you think I'm talking about, but I'm not talking about you becoming a millionaire. I'm not talking about you writing a bestseller or franchising your business or becoming a household name. I am talking about the idea of living for God. And there's so many of us who have talked ourselves out of it believing that holiness is not obtainable that righteousness is beyond our grasp. You have forgotten you live in the world, but you are not of it. It is hard for you to live for God when you are in a community that glorifies being ghetto. That when you have standards, they think you are standoffish. But you have come to a place in your maturity that you can no longer live below the pale. You have to live and set the standard. A whole lot of people are not going to understand what it is that is happening in you, but there is something in you that will not allow you to go along to get along. You are fearfully and you are wonderfully made. Don't wait until you get on your deathbed to start living for God. Don't wait until you got cancer and arthritis and in hospice before you surrender your life to God. 
don't wait until you are behind prison doors or in a hospital bed before you live for God. I want you to make up in your mind, for God I live and for God I die and holiness is still right. There has been something gnawing at you, pulling at you that wants you to live for God. You no longer want to be bitter. You want to be in a place where peace has become your friend. I'm talking to grown-ups. In this stage of your life, you don't want randoms in your bedroom. You have come to a place in your life where you don't want to just cuss people out all the time. You don't want to cuss under your breath. You don't want to drink when you're going through a rough day. You don't want to get high because you're trying to escape all the pressure. You don't want to flip out and break down and cuss people out. You trying to keep clean hands and a pure heart but folk keep trying you and testing you and pushing you and all you're trying to say is God I'm trying to live for you but don't let me die at the hands of ungrateful Negroes that don't appreciate my sacrifice and my gifts I want to live for God would you look at somebody and tell them that's what I want to do this year I want to live for God. I am over impressing people. I want to live for God. I ain't ever going to fit in. I want to live for God. I ain't got to be in your clique, in your circle, or in your crew. I want to live for God. You ain't got to like me. You ain't got to speak to me. I perform for one. I got to live for God. Paul's first attempt at writing after his life's altering transformation, his very first letter is to the people of Thessalonica. They're in a rough patch because they've been dealing with a lot of deaths in their community. They were battling persecutions because of their convictions. And he's writing this letter as words of comfort at the funeral. He gives them three impossible tasks. But I want you to know that God never called you to do something easy. I'm talking to somebody who knows it must be God because I'm doing something I can't stand with people I don't like, but I know it's for his glory. You don't know what it takes for me to be nice to folk that are nasty to me. You don't know what it takes for me to be polite because they don't know I pulled the knives out of my own black. But I'm thankful under God. I didn't do it for you. I did it for his glory. And Paul asked them to do three things that are impossible. It's impossible to do these three things. He says, I want you to rejoice always. I want you to pray continually. And I want you to give thanks no matter what. Look at the person beside you. Tell them, I don't know how I'm going to do it. They were charged to rejoice always, to pray without ceasing, and to always give thanks. It would make sense to me if he said rejoice a lot. 
it would make sense if he said pray when you can. It would make sense if he said be thankful when it's appropriate. But I need you to see what Paul said. He does not say this to individuals. He says it to the church. He says if the church is going to be powerful, then it's got to follow these three mandates. That they got to learn how to rejoice. They got to learn how to pray. And they got to learn how to give thanks. I feel bad if you go to a church that don't rejoice. Something is wrong if they doing all that singing but ain't doing no praying. Something is out of order if you're not giving God thanks. And so I want you to see what Paul says to the church at Thessalonica. He said, these are the ingredients of a healthy church, of a worshiping church. He says, number one, you got to rejoice. Number two, here it is, you got to pray without ceasing. He said, number three, you've got to give thanks no matter what you're dealing with. What you don't even understand is that Paul is remixing the tabernacle. Because in the tabernacle, there were three different dimensions. It was the outer court, it was the inner court, and it was the holy of holies. I think I lost you. I said in the tabernacle, there are three different dimensions. There's the outer court, there's the inner court, there's the holy of holies. In the outer court, people were just looking around because they really were not fixated on the glory. But when you step into the inner court, you are a little bit closer to the fire. And then when you went to the holy of holies, it was only for those who were sanctified. Y'all ain't saying nothing. He said for you to get to the glory, you got to do three things. You got to first rejoice. I need somebody to rejoice right there. Hey. That's the outer court. I said, that's the outer court. Shout like you just got here. Shout like you don't know no better. Shout like I gotta rejoice. Hallelujah. Said the outer court is to rejoice. Here it is, the inner court is to pray without ceasing. I need somebody to just start praying right where you are. Come on, open up your mouth. I dare you to start talking to him. Just a little talk with Jesus will make it all right. Hallelujah. I said, talk to him. Talk to him. He's been longing to hear your voice. Open up your mouth and talk to him. He said, then after you finish praying, start giving him thanks. Don't even wait for the prayer to be answered. Thank him like it's already done. Some of y'all ain't thanking him because you don't think he gonna do it. But I want you to thank him like the bill is already paid. Thank him like the body is already healed. Thank him like the way is already made. He said, if you do all of those, you gonna be escorted into my glory. You may be seated. Said you're gonna have to rejoice. Always. You're going to have to pray continuously. And then you're going to have to give him thanks. Hallelujah. Look at the person beside him and tell him those are the only three things you got to do this year. Come on, look at him. Tell him rejoice always. Look at him and tell him pray continuously. Tell him whatever you do, don't forget to give him thanks. I have to. 
I'm telling you, something getting ready to explode in this room today. I have to take Paul to task. I got to take Paul to task because I'm not sure. I don't know how y'all are built. I don't know what's going on in your life. I'm not sure. This is me. I don't know about you. I don't know if I can rejoice always. Oh, y'all, y'all can. Yeah. yeah I, I can't. It, well, it, it's, it's hard for me. Y'all are super safe. It's hard for me to rejoice always. After all, I'm human. Some days I'm irritable. Some days I'm stressed out. Some days I'm upset. Some days I don't feel like being bothered. But I had to discover that rejoicing is not ignoring how I feel. Rejoicing is pushing past how I feel. Oh, y'all ain't never been there? See, folk that don't know your story, when they see you shouting in church, they think you ain't dealing with nothing but they don't understand I'm rejoicing in spite of what I'm dealing with. I got to give him glory. And so when I rejoice, I am not ignoring how I feel. I got to push through how I feel. Whoever's sitting in front of you, just push their shoulder and tell them you got to push through it. Uh, David said, I'll bless the Lord at all times. 2 Corinthians 6 and 10, Paul described himself as sorrowful yet rejoicing. James chapter 1 verse 2 and 3 says it's all counted all joy when you encounter trials and tribulations that all of it is to produce your endurance through your faith. Romans chapter 5 said exalt in tribulation knowing it's being perseverance and proving character and hope does not disappoint. I got to show you something. I got to show you something because I'm not sure you ever paid attention to it. One of my favorite scriptures is weeping may endure. Oh, y'all know that one. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy is coming in the morning. Come on, y'all sitting on the brakes on me. I said weeping may endure for a night, but joy is coming in the morning. I wish I had some prayer warriors. Here it is. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy is coming in the morning. I, I, I am enamored by words. I am a, a lover of words. And so I got to take it all the way down for you. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy is coming in the morning. Here it is. Weeping may. May is a possibility. Joy will is an absolute. Y'all just miss what I just said. So you may have to weep, but whether you weep or not, joy is coming in the morning. I dare y'all to shout right now that no matter what you go through tonight, by the time you wake up tomorrow morning, joy! Hey, all right. Be seated, please. I, I got to show you something. I got to show you something, please. Would you be seated? Thank you, Holy God. Be seated. I got to bring your grandmother in the church. Hallelujah. I got to bring your grandmother in the church. I said, I got to bring your grandmother in the church. Would you take that neighbor by the hand? Your grandmother just walked in the church. I'm getting ready to pull on you like your grandmother. Let me tell you what your grandmother would say. This joy that I have. Hey. 
the world didn't give it to me. The world didn't give it. The world. Hey. I'm broke, but I still got joy. I'm lonely, but I still got joy. I'm fighting for my life, but I still got Weeping is a possibility, but joy is a definite. You may be seated. He says, uh, says you got to rejoice always. And then here come the hard one. He said, uh, pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Uh, look at your neighbor tell him, I got to keep it 100 with you today. I'm not sure I can do that. I mean, pray all the time? Yeah, I'm, <laughs> for real, I, I got a whole lot. I got, I'm not sure. I don't live in no monastery. I got to go to work. Y'all ain't saying I got errands. I got to run. Pray all the time? Paul himself, Paul himself never did that praying all the time uh, but I had to go into the Greek to discover and to derive uh, what was uh, the original nexus of without ceasing and what it is that Paul uses about praying without ceasing watch this is um, a hacking cough Say so without ceasing is a hacking cough Rev, what that mean? A, a person with a hacking cough does not cough continuously. They cough repeatedly. I think I lost you. If, if, if I am coughing, if I am sneezing, here it is. I'm not doing it continuously. I am doing it repeatedly. Without ceasing, hear this, is an army tactic. Without ceasing is an army tactic. The military regime would attack a city, but if they didn't succeed, they would back up, regroup, see how many troops they got, and then they would come back and hit it again. Hallelujah. God said, that's what your prayer life got to be. Is that when you go after something, y'all ain't saying it, you might get hurt, you might get wounded, it might be a fight for your life. Go back, shake that thing off, and come back and fight for it again. I need somebody in here that's going after something this year. That you took some blows and some setback, but the devil did not break you. You still got some fight in you because you got to get back in there. Praying is the same way. Is that when you hit a roadblock, you got to go back and regroup and then you got to come back to heaven again and keep hitting it until you get an answer. Paul was saying in no uncertain terms to pray without ceasing is not a long prayer. Y'all stay with me. Just find one sentence and hang on in that sentence until you see something happen. Y'all, I got too many Baptists. I need some apostolics in here. Hallelujah. Those of us who came through the Pentecostal way, 
you got to the altar and said, keep saying it, baby. Keep saying it. You almost there. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Come on, baby, till you get to your tongue. Jesus, 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 Jesus. I need somebody that got filled and got evident. Would you just open up your mouth and just start calling his name? Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah. He said, when you're praying, hallelujah, when you're praying continuously, you ain't got to have no Shakespearean poetry. You ain't got to pray like the church mothers. You just got to find yourself one sentence and just keep saying that one sentence. Some of y'all should just be shouting, help me, help me, help me, help me. Come on, I can't hear nobody. Help me, help me, help me, help me. I need somebody, I need it, I need it, I need it. I need it, I need you to find your one center. I love you, I love you, I love you. I love you, whatever is your center. Open up your mouth, keep saying it. Help me, help me, help me, help me. I need you, need you, need you, need you. Here's your shout now, 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 now. Hallelujah. Hey, hallelujah. Be seated, please. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I feel a storefront on me right through here. Oh my God. I, I feel something right through here. If I could just get a church mother to walk the aisles right there. Don't play with it, baby. The glory of God is in here. You got to be real with the Holy Ghost. I need somebody. Hey, hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, some of us was raised without all these cameras and lights and smoke machine. I'm talking to those of y'all that came up on wooden pews and burgundy pillows. Y'all ain't saying nothing. And you can smell the fried chicken in the fellowship hall. With no music, let me just hear you pray. Open up your mouth. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Help me, help me, help me. Do it, do it, do it. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Hamasha. Hey. Oh. Oh. Hallelujah. Oh. I feel his glory right here. Come on, stay right there, children. We almost where we're getting ready to go. You still in the inner court. I need somebody to break into the holy of holy. Come on, open up your mouth. Tear it for it. Tear it for it, children. Glory is coming. Hamashiach, oh my God, hallelujah. Thank you, Holy God. I give your name glory. I give your name praise. I'm thankful unto you. I bless your holy name for you alone are worthy. I enter into your gates with thanksgiving. I enter into your courts with praise. I'm thankful unto you. I bless your holy name from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. He is worthy that no weapon that is formed against us will be able to prosper. Bless my children. Bless my family. Bless my future. Touch my body. Bring down every stronghold. Kill every witch. Stop every demon. Disrupt every rumor. I trust your God. Stand in the way of the devourer. Break the hand of the thief. Shut up the mouth of the demoniac. I need your God. 
Hamasha. Hey, thank you, Holy God. God, I give you glory. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh. Hallelujah. Oh. I feel something getting better to break. Oh my God. Hallelujah. Come on. Let's travail for it. Lay your hand on your belly. Let's call out for it. I just need 30 seconds of a sound of worship. Hey, hey, hey. Come on, open up your mouth. Where are my intercessors? I dare you. Fight for the glory. Hey, hey, hey. Come on, I can't hear anybody. You almost where you need to be. This ain't your time to be cute. You are one scream away from getting healed. You're one hollow away from being debt free. We are one yell away from rescuing your children. I need you to cry for it. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Said, I need you to rejoice always. I need you to pray without ceasing. Find your one sentence this week and grab a hold of it. Don't let it go. And then he, um, Paul drives the nail in the coffin in the third directive. He says, give thanks in every circumstance. I'm really not sure I can do that. Uh, but why can't you give thanks if the thanks is after the prayer? Only way I'm able to give him thanks is I have confidence that what I just prayed is getting ready to come to pass. God, I can't hear nobody. For four weeks, I've been telling you, this is the year that your prayer is gonna be answered. God said, demonstrate your faith and act like it's on the way. Act like what you prayed for is getting ready to manifest. It says, I give thanks. After it is that I pray, hear this, I have to uh, thank him. Here it is, in advance. A couple of weeks ago, you may be seated, I'm finished. A couple of weeks ago, uh, I'm traveling. A uh, couple of weeks ago, and uh, I had to go somewhere. I was in Orlando, I think. And uh, when I was traveling, I had to go somewhere, and uh, I was, I was in Orlando. And uh, I had to go somewhere, um, and uh, I had to call for an Uber. Call for an Uber uh, to take me where I need to go. And something uh, amazing happened. I don't know if you've ever used Uber before, um, but uh, uh, when you call uh, for Uber, it's going to tell you how long it's going to take for it to get to you. God help me. And then, watch this, uh, it's going to tell you that it's going to wait on you. If, if you're not ready yet, God help me. What you ordered is on the way. 
and is waiting for you. Y'all ain't saying nothing. I, I, I think y'all missed it. I better say to you, what you prayed for is in route. It is five blocks from your house right now. God, God needs you to see whether you gonna wait for. Him. Yeah, I was, uh, was in uh, Orlando. That's where I was, and uh, uh, I had to go preach for uh, Church of God in Christ in Orlando. In Orlando, I'm preaching for Church of God in Christ, and uh, I forgot shoes at the Church of God in Christ. I said, Lord, they. Lord, I'm going to get in trouble trying to preach in the church of God in Christ with tennis shoes on. So I called for the Uber, and uh, they said, it is peak time. Uh, It'll be there in a minute, and it's going to wait for you. I don't use Uber that often, uh, but it told me what kind of car to look for. God help me. Then it told me the tags of the car to make sure I'm getting in the right one. Y'all ain't saying nothing. I'm, I'm rushing, trying to get myself together. I got to preach in an hour, and I ain't got no shoes for the church of God in Christ. And uh, uh, it says, uh, your driver has arrived, and it's going to wait for you. It messed me up. True story. New birth. Y'all ain't going to believe it. Then they had the nerve. Uber did. I don't know why they did it. I almost didn't even get out the hotel room. They had the nerve to tell me the driver's name. God help me. They said the driver that's waiting on you, his name is J-E-S. U-S. Now, I know he pronounced his name different. Y'all ain't saying, but when I saw Jesus is waiting on me, God, I can't hear nobody for everything I ordered. And he going to stay right there until I get myself together to receive what I've been praying for. God, hallelujah. Be seated. So, Tiffany, when uh, me and Tiffany are PKs, when me and Tiffany uh, were growing up, youth choir would sing on second Sunday and fifth Sundays. Uh, this is old school. Y'all weren't raised like this. And the youth choir was blue bottoms and white tops. Y'all, y'all ain't old enough to remember that. And we would walk down the aisle for the afternoon service at 3.30. Y'all ain't saying nothing. And we had to wait till 3.45 because the visiting church was late on the bus. Y'all ain't saying nothing. And coming down the aisle, the youth choir would sing one song every fifth Sunday and the song was, y'all don't know it, our choir never sings it, but the song is I can't stop praising his name. I just can't stop praising his name. I just can't stop Okay, stop right there. Y'all, y'all, y'all almost there. Come on now. He said you got, you got to uh, rejoice always. You got to pray without ceasing. Then you got to thank him with no conditions. I can't stop praising his name. I just can't stop. That, 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 that's after. God help me. That's after. I rejoice always. After I pray without ceasing. After I give him thanks, do you know what my problem is? I just can't stop praising his name. I just
just can't stop praising his name. I just can't stop praising his name. There's getting ready to be a Sheldon here. And the people around you are getting ready to have an attitude. And they're getting ready to feel uncomfortable. But I'm telling you, the dance floor is open. If you need to give God a praise and you just can't stop giving him the glory, would you take just a couple of minutes and give him your best dance? Jump if you want to. Scream if you want to. Dance if you want to. Lay out on the floor if you want to. If anybody asks you, what's the matter with me? Tell them I'm saved, I'm sanctified, and I'm running for my life. Grab your neighbor's hand and say, neighbor, you must not know that your blessing is on the way. You must not know your prayer is about to be answered. Cause if you know like I know, I just can't stop praising his name. If that's who you are, give him glory. Give him honor. Give him praise. Come on, don't stop. Open up your mouth. He deserves it. He deserves it. Give it all to him. In him I live. In him I move. In him I have my beer. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, I said I wasn't going to tell nobody, but I just can't. I just can't stop praising his name. I should have been dead. I should have been in my grave. But I'm alive today and I can't stop. I hope you are energized that you don't need an energy drink. What you just heard should have you off and running, chasing your dreams, pursuing your purpose, and answering your call. If this was a blessing, share it with somebody else. Don't be selfish. This is what God gave you so that you can be a blessing to somebody who needs it worse.